Welcome to Joy, Love, and Abundance, designed to lift up and explore the people, organizations, and experiences that create a more joyful, loving, and abundant world. Join hosts Rodney Eric Lopez, Patrice Tanaka, and Cyrus Webb as they share stories and insights that will inform and inspire you. Enjoy today's broadcast. And welcome back, everyone, to Joy, Love, and Abundance. This is episode 19 for us. I'm Cyrus Webb, joined by my great co-host, Patrice Tanaka, and Rodney Eric Lopez today. Glad you all could be with us for another great segment. Rodney, Patrice, how are the two of you? Pretty good. It's my birthday month, so I'm celebrating all month. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Well, look, good for you. And, And Rodney, what about yourself? How's everything going? Uh, everything's going really well. Uh, this has been a summer of, uh, you know, of travel and re- reconnecting with family that um, I haven't seen uh, uh, since uh, before the pandemic, and so it's it's turning out to be, um, you know, just a, just a wonderful time of year. So feeling feeling really good and really glad to uh, be with the two of you today. Well, I appreciate that. I am too. It's been a very busy over for me already it's uh a lot going on but it, it nothing bad so that's always a great thing family as well and uh, i'm well so that's enough for me everything else is just a bonus i feel like um which gives us a great cause for celebration which is a great thing because it's a great segue patrice into a text message you sent to rodney and myself today uh, about the first part of our program today. We always are trying to share something that kind of has, you know, been thought-provoking for us and we want to be able to share with our audience. And you came up with a the theme of celebrating and, of course, celebration. You mentioned this is your birthday month, Patrice. So what has it been like for you as you've been kind of celebrating this month to kind of think about the importance of celebrating, especially after the past year and a half? Yeah. It just made me realize how much a part of joy celebrating you know the moments of of life are and i guess because you know this entire month of july i've been having many (laughs) celebrations um gifts have been arriving and a friend of mine organized a, a beautiful uh party for me i was born on bastille day which is is of course a celebration in and of itself so she said we need to have a Bastille Day theme celebration so she organized mm. this thing at Central Pay in the street the restaurant is called Central Pay but it was here in Soho in New York City and it was just a lovely evening and frankly I just wanted to see all my friends I haven't seen in person uh, many of them even before the the pandemic uh, started so I sent out, you know, invitations to people that I, you know, I adore and, you know, with a lot of caveats. If you can't join us, I totally understand because people are still afraid of emerging post-COVID, right, or in during this time of, you know, of COVID and um, people on vacation and away. And so I said, if you're in town and feel that you can come out and celebrate, please join us. So, you know, 35 people came together, and one of my other friends said, you know, that it's kind of a a celebration with a vengeance because people are just dying to celebrate a reason to to be joyful and just to get out and to, to be with friends. Now, we're all vaccinated, so it's, you know, 
uh, not an issue that we're going to be a super spreader event, which I would not want to have as a legacy right. at my birthday party. But um, <laughs> it just made me realize the importance of celebrating and just, you know, happy to be alive, happy to be drinking a toast, happy to be in the company of people, you know, I love and adore. So, you know, and celebration isn't just for your once-a-year birthday party, but every moment that we're alive. I remember Rodney saying uh, at our last show, you know, that he wakes up every morning and puts his hand over his heart and just, you know, is grateful for another day, you know, a cause for celebration. So I just think that we need to think in terms of celebrating small in small and in big ways. And in, by doing so, you know, just creating more joy for ourselves and others. So anyway, that's yeah. what came to mind. I, well, good deal for you, and I think that's a great thing. Right, I'm curious to see your thoughts about this. I mean, I love the connection between celebration and joy. Um what what about for yourself? I mean, you, as you mentioned, you've been doing a lot of traveling and being able to spend time with family. What has that been like for you to have that time to be able to reflect um, as you're kind of going through through life right now? Well, time time with family is is when you especially when there's been distance, right? And when you haven't seen people that you love and 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 you you are you're either separated by time or by distance or both. Uh, it's always a cause for, um, you know, for joy and for celebration and for um, for reflection. Um, I'm reminded of a quote by Oprah Winfrey, uh, and she uh, she said, "The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate." And I think that's beautiful and simple, and it's beautiful. Right? I love it. It just it just it just goes along with what Patrice just talked about, which is, um, you know, there are. There are big moments to celebrate. There are birthdays, there are weddings, there are anniversaries, there are, you know, the big milestones. But, um, but there's also the small things. There's also the, 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 the minor things that maybe you're the only one who notices them or even knows about them. And those things should be celebrated also. I had a teacher once tell me, you know, um, this is going to sound probably very silly uh, in the context of what we're talking about, but I, I think it's appropriate, right? This idea that, you know, you set a goal and, 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 you know, you, you set a goal that you didn't want to, you don't want to lose your, your cool today, right? You didn't want to, you don't want to scream at somebody if you were stuck in traffic or you didn't want to, uh, you know, blow off steam on your kids when you come home from, uh, from work or, or, you know, or something else. And if, if you manage to not do that, that's a small celebration. You know, if you set an intention, and you accomplish a small goal, uh, you know, you only ate half the chocolate cake. You know, you could have eaten the whole chocolate cake, but you only ate half of it because you're watching your calories. Well, you know, well, you celebrate that, but just don't celebrate by eating a whole other piece of cake, you know. But I think that, I, I think that, um, I, I think that there are small things, small victories that we can, we can acknowledge and we can celebrate with very small rituals, whether it's just giving ourselves uh, a pat on the back uh, or or indulging in some small, uh, you know, some small treat, whatever it is. But I think there's lots of ways to encourage and practice celebration on a regular basis. And I think it's it's it was it was nice of Patrice to offer this topic today because it it's just a good reminder for me to um, to always look at. At, at, at what is good in my life and and uh you know whatever you 
appreciate appreciates. And so more yeah. of those things start to start to grow in your life when you when you make that a practice. I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I thought about for myself um, in a different respect, which I think it's beautiful that Patrice had her friends come together and to be able to celebrate with her. Um, I have found, though, the importance of celebrating myself. Um, and when it comes to joy, because a lot of times we, we're so quick to look at what we're not doing and what we think we haven't done. Uh, I read a great book this year um, by uh, Lisa George called Celebrate Life, Celebrate You. And it really was about the importance of taking those times to celebrate yourself and thinking about how far you've come uh, and being able to think about the things that you have achieved. You know, a lot of times I think we can focus too much on the big things but just celebrating the little things in our lives. And for me, that has brought me a lot of joy because it makes me to appreciate each and every moment more uh, instead of just looking for the quote-unquote big opportunities, you know, that may come up, um, really just taking time to, to celebrate, hey, getting through the day these days <laughs> and, and feeling mm-hmm. somewhat um, productive. So I, I think this is such a great topic uh, Patrice, because it is so much bigger than than other people, which goes to the theme of this show, Joy, Love, and Abundance, that it really is about us, how we can be able to do that. Because then I think we're able to help other people to appreciate how by doing the same thing, how they can also be able to increase their own joy, to be able to think about um, not only, of course, you know, what's happening around them, but also what they're doing. I think the fact that you had those people come together to, to show you what you meant to them, I think it has to be something that stays with you for sure. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, some of them are friends as well. So it wasn't just to celebrate me, but just let's be together and celebrate that we're alive basically yeah. is, you know, what I wanted people to do. And also, selfishly, I wanted to see all of these these people. <laughs> and I had people... Yeah, get up and and talk about you know what's been happening to them or what what did they do or what did they learn in the past year and a half of of the pandemic, right? So that yeah. they could be sharing amongst everyone. So it was, you know, so people who didn't know each other got to know each other better by what you know someone shared. So I love that. I love that. And, Rodney, to your point, Rodney, what you mentioned, I think is so great, too. I think, again, it's, you know, whether we're talking to our audience out there that, um, you know, that have families or, you know, just being able to look at themselves, like almost a continuation of our last time together, as Patrice mentioned, just that importance of appreciating, you know, can definitely help us in increasing our joy, love, and abundance. Uh, because it makes us remember what is always there, and that is that every day is a gift, right? And every day mm-hmm. is a brand-new opportunity. Patrice, you know, I hear a lot of people, I've never been a person who who's done it, but I hear a lot of people who do take the whole month of their birth to be able to celebrate. <laughs> is that Does that kind of become a day? And the only reason why I bring it up is because does that kind of become a daily reminder for you throughout that month of, the importance of life, or, or what, what made you decide to, to start that tradition for yourself? Well, because not everybody uh, can get together with you on your birthday, and sometimes gotcha. people, you know, wish you a happy birthday before or want to get together 
after because they can't mm-hmm. see you on your birthday. You know, so then it just started spilling over into the week before and after. And then I figured, oh, what the hell? We'll just celebrate the whole month. You know, <laughs> and just have it be a, a fun thing. So now I do it. You know, it's my birthday month. Gotcha. Hey, like I said, I think that's great. I want to ask the two of you a question before I do that. I want to re- say to our audience, you all are listening to Joy, mm-hmm. Love, and Abundance here on the Radio Dallas. Well, it's online. I appreciate you all being with us. I'm Cyrus Webb, joined by Patrice Tanaka. You just heard from her there, as well as Rodney Eric Lopez. We're talking about today uh, the connection between celebrating and celebration and increasing one's joy along the way. Patrice shared a great story about being able to come together with her friends and others to be able to not only just celebrate um, her life, but also celebrate life in general. And uh, Rodney did the same thing and being able to share how he's been able to do that and finding joy. And I was just talking about how, for myself, just learning how to celebrate um, the, the, the small things. Uh, has really helped me in appreciating and growing in my joy. I'm curious, though, for the two of you, I mean, because, Patrice, what I have loved, of course, I haven't been to New York in two years now, but I loved watching the pictures. I want to ask you, what is what was it like for you to go back and look at those moments of joy? How does that encourage you to go back and look at those pictures and those moments uh, as you've been having them? Pictures? You mean of past birthday uh, Well, no. Well, no. Recently, you've been kind of allowing us to be a part of these events through the photos you've been posting. I'm curious, as you've been posting Uh them, what has it been like for you to reflect on those moments as you're looking at those pictures? Oh, it's just so many uh, moments of joy for me. People, you know, say, my, you are so busy. And, you know, it's not like I'm trying to be busy. It's just that you know, things happen, people invite me to do things, and if it feels like something I want to do, I'll say yes. So I find that, you know, there are many moments of, of celebration. Um, so, and then, of course, I, I share, you know, the the celebrations that I've uh, just last night two people uh the three of us got together and just had a wonderful night on my friend's terrace in New York City and we did an outdoor barbecue and it was just a beautiful evening and it was just you know just it's going to be one of the highlights of of the summer for me and not that we celebrate anything special other than just being able to get together and enjoy, yeah. you know, kind of <laughs> a beautiful barbecue. Yeah. Rodney, what about for you? I'm curious. I mean, what is it like for you to reflect back on those moments after you've had them? Does that help you in the in the downtimes to kind of rekindle that joy? I think it does. I think I think it's just a good practice to 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 balance um reflecting on moments of of joy and goodness with your life without mm-hmm. without living in the past either, right? Because there's also, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you you also want to anticipate goodness and joy in the future, and so and so I think there's a there's a reason why the present is called the present. It's a gift. I know that that's a that's kind of a cliche uh, that that people drop <laughs> all of the time, but it's really right. but it's really important to. I think to 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 be present to what's happening in your life today, and if you're having a down day, if you're having a difficult period, because we all go through difficult seasons in our lives, it, 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 there's 
you're never going to be happy all the time. You're never going to be uh, completely content all the time. You're going to go through struggles and challenges. But I think whether it is looking at old photos or whether it's reminiscing with, with a friend or a loved one about um, about joyful moments in your life, I think we need those. Those are those are like elixir. Those are like balms that 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 can soothe over a, a painful period in your life um, and remind you that you know you you may be going through a season right now. You may be going through a difficult period right now, um, but life is cyclical and it will it will come back again. And so I think holding on to those moments, reflecting on those moments. Um, is always a good practice. Love it, love it. I totally agree, and I hope our audience is able to be able to bring some of those practices into their own life as they try to better cultivate joy, love, and abundance for themselves. It's now time for that part of the program where we kind of share something that uh, has kind of struck us. Of course, mine's a book, as it normally is, <laughs> but it's a fascinating book. I'm going to talk about that later. Patrice, you wanted to continue, though, the theme of, ce- of celebrating. Uh, what What is it you wanted to share this week? Yeah, well, this at this moment in time, we are celebrating uh, the Olympics, the, the 2020 Olympics, which are happening uh, right now, this year in 2021. And 206 countries have come together um, and, you know, are participating in this. And I like the idea that, you know, the whole world and every country was involved in, you know, in the pandemic and is still involved in fighting that common enemy that we all have of uh, COVID. But at this moment in time, we're all coming together to celebrate, you know, um, good sportsmanship and, you know, athleticism and our finest athletes um, all coming together in friendly competition. And so the opening ceremony happened, you know, today, in fact, um, and the the coverage of the Tokyo Olympics uh, talk about it being celebratory but subdued. Um, and in fact, that the uh, persevering in the face of the pandemic has quickly emerged as a theme in the first moments of, of the ceremony, which is a great way for us to kind of celebrate um, um, coming through what has been, you know, a global pandemic. And also, ten years ago in Fukushima. Um, well, what is referred to by the Japanese as 311, just like we have 911. They have 311, which marks March 11, 2011, when there was a, an earthquake, the Tohoku earthquake, with a 9.1 magnitude, followed by a tsunami that caused the nuclear d- disaster at the Fukushima Daiichi power plant, and which wreaked so much uh uh, uh, havoc and loss of life and, and damage. Um, and it was devastating. So as part of the, you know, uh, re-emergence uh, from that, the Olympic torch relay uh, actually started in Fukushima Prefecture. It started earlier this year in March uh, 2021, and it ran through all municipalities of 
the Fukushima Prefecture. And right now, the um, baseball, which is the national pastime of Japan, as well as softball games, will be held in Fukushima. So there's a lot of celebration and excitement about, you know, Olympic baseball and softball, you know, actually taking place in, you know, a prefecture where one of the, you know, greatest uh, uh, disasters um, happened just 10 years ago. So I find all of that kind of reason for celebration, and I'm kind of excited that it's all wrapped up in the Tokyo Olympics and is giving people, you know, cause and pause for for celebration. So, yeah. yeah. Love that. Love that. Continuing that theme there. Rodney, what about for you? You had mentioned in our in our pre-meeting about a great group that you had, had heard about. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I came across a a website this week that, that caught my eye, and the tagline said, the earth needs powerful women. And that mm-hmm. made me stop for a second because it didn't say the world needs powerful women. It said the earth needs powerful women. And so I said, okay, let me click into this and see what this is all about. <laughs> and it's, a, it's an organization called Women's Climate Centers International. And it's a nonprofit organization that's, you know, the, the, I guess the operational structure is, is based in the United States, but it's a, it's a nonprofit that partners with non-governmental organizations in, uh, in three African nations, uh, Uganda, Kenya, and, uh, and South Africa. And what this organization does, um, for me is really, is really wonderful. Um, it's a partnership of women development professionals in these countries. And what they're trying to do is create um, hubs for sustainable climate solutions in vulnerable communities. And we all know that, that, that climate change is, is, uh, is significant. It's huge. I mean, it is, it is impacting people all over the world and, uh, and in some of these countries in particular. And what Women Climate Centers does is they're creating pilots of networks in these countries to provide localized peer-to-peer training in climate adaptation uh, and resilience. And so the, the reason that they're doing this is because they believe that the, that the women in particular, the women in these nations are the local women are the closest ones to the community. They are the closest ones to the economy. Um, they are raising families and, and running businesses and running uh, enterprises in these places. And so they are best equipped to provide solutions. They are best equipped to take positions of leadership in addressing climate change in their communities. And so I was really um, just floored by some of the things that they're getting trained in and, and dealing with, like water sanitation, hygiene and health, uh, water system construction and maintenance, land rights, organic farming, uh, forestry, uh, all kinds of really important things that, that, that um, local communities need to take um, need to take action on. And so they have an interesting model. They, they, they create these hubs in the urban centers and in the tourism centers of these countries, and they use that as a way to generate revenue. And then they funnel that revenue into the more rural centers that, where you can't raise money, but where the need is greater. 
Um, and so they've, they've got some really interesting projects going on right now, and they're looking to scale and they're looking to expand. So um, I, think, I think climate is uh, – I, I don't just think that. Many experts believe that climate uh, is one of the most important uh, issues uh, of our time and of our generation, and I think that, um, that, that any organization that is empowering local people to solve climate issues is – um, is an organization that we should be uh, celebrating and supporting. I love that. I love Absolutely. that. And, and, and such a great mission for sure. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm going to be the thing that caught my attention this week is I found out a couple of weeks ago about a brand-new book that's out by uh, former congressman and former mayor Dennis Kucinich. Many people know him, of course, before becoming uh, Cleveland's youngest mayor. He's now in a bid this year to become Cleveland's oldest mayor, as the the mayor of Cleveland is retiring this year. His book is called The Division of Light and Power, and there's an interesting play on the words light and power in the book because a big part, which I didn't know because a lot of this happened when I was still a child, a big part of the, of the challenges of his time as mayor uh, that he chronicles in the book is going up and trying to protect the, the light company uh, and how the corporations tried to bully him. Uh, and ended up trying to assassinate him, uh, which is, I oh mean, again, I, I, yeah, I knew none of this history, guys. I knew. Then later on, I went back and read other reports about he was getting death threats, and I mean, it, it was horrible. Um, and it had a an emotional toll on him. It destroyed his marriage, as you would imagine. Uh, but he would not give in, and he ended up winning. Uh, and saving uh, Muni Light uh, there in Cleveland, but he ended up losing his family. And so he, he oh talks very, God. yeah, um, well, I mean, when I say lose his family, I mean lose his family, his wife, you know, left him and that kind of thing. Right, um, right, right. But, but um, he talks about integrity a lot, you know, how he was raised to do what was right, believe in what is right, and believe in that, that darkness would not win if the light, you know, refused to be diminished. So that's what kind of play on the title there of light and power. Uh, but he also talks about the, mm. the danger and responsibility that comes with power. And I, that part of the book really I took to heart because I'm a firm believer as my platform has grown that there is a lot of responsibility that comes with influence. And I, I try mm -hmm. to think about that as I go from project to project, not to be using it in a way that is inappropriate or that diminishes my message. And so I thought that was really interesting how he talks about how easily, how one decision uh, could tarnish, you know, your entire reputation. And he did not want that to be him selling out the people of Cleveland. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just really a powerful book. One of the attorneys working with him, guys, one of the comments in the book that struck me was when they were going up against him and just really trying to slander him and destroy him, the lawyer said that the mistake you're making, uh, Kucinich, is that you really thought that you were mayor, basically saying the corporations run the town. Um, mm -hmm. And and so, wow. it, it, yeah, it, it's really it's really a fascinating book, and it reads like a novel, but it is his true story. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a division of light and power by Dennis Kucinich. It is out now. Just really powerful book. 
really powerful book. So that's what I wanted to mention this week. And um, really glad to be with you all here for Episode 19 of Joy, Love, and Abundance. And we thank your audience for being with us as well. We'd love to know your thoughts about how you are being able to use celebrating and celebrations to be able to enhance your own joy. Feel free to be able to share that with us. I know especially Patrice would love to see that, but I would love to know as well, and I know Rodney would too, so we'd love to know what you're doing to be able to do that, to use that mode, using celebrating to be able to enhance your joy. And until next time, Rodney, Patrice, and I wish you all nothing but continued success and hope that you will continue to be able to cultivate joy, love, and abundance in your lives as we try to do the same. Until next time, you all make it a great one. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Joy, Love, and Abundance.